Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right. Everybody, thank you for joining us again. I know most of you are here by accident, but as long as you're here, we're not going to take up much of your time. Steve Olivas and James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, are coming to you on Wrong and Wronger, and every week we discuss topics that create Ah, like barroom arguments, ones that don't really have any kind of resolution, but we make sure to come to a decision by the end of our rounds. And uh, James Breakwell, he is a guy who has never stumbled upon a topic too mundane to actually strike up an argument about. That's what I respect about that guy. This is true. I was born arguing, and the doctor said I was a fine, healthy baby, and I said, I don't think so, and it just went downhill from there. So we have, and we have a doozy of a topic today. What do we got? We've got scrambled eggs versus fried eggs. What's the right way to eat an egg? And if oh. you're one of those weirdo poached egg people, get out of town. This is a binary system where you two points. If you're in poached eggs, you are already wrong. I don't know that you can call them people if they take their eggs poached. Yeah, I, I don't know what what would what would the alternative word be? I, maybe monsters? Is that is that Animals, too strong or not strong uh, enough? Serial killers? <laughs> I I don't know. It's a species unbeknownst to me. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? With with our luck, pretty much everyone who listens, all six of them, they're probably poached egg eaters. And now we're back down to zero. We <laughs> we should have studied demographic size before we go making these generalizations. <laughs> I feel like we just alienated a lot of people. I are there? Can everybody even define what a poached egg is? I don't know that I could. I don't know. To me, poaching is like killing an yeah, elephant yeah, on yeah. a savanna or so a gorilla know, like, for its hands. Yeah, egg. Yeah, it just like I, I feel like it's the wrong word. Basically, you just like. You leave it intact in the shell and eat the whole thing like you're some sort of like velociraptor, right? I mean, that's <laughs> you just the thing. Swallow it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no teeth required. So I don't know why you would, you know, use the same word you use for shooting an animal with a sniper rifle. But maybe they cook them in a way that's different than what we're thinking. I don't know. I, I don't want to go down that road. Poached eggs are a, a dark and scary topic, and let's just stay away from it. And against the Geneva Convention. So, oh, yeah, right. obviously, that was the first line of the Geneva Convention. <sighs> line one, no poached eggs. Line two, no poison gas. <laughs> in that order. And line three, we do have to begin by saying something nice about each other. And James is a guy whose voice can cure your cat of constipation. And that's alliteration, which I'll have to explain to James later what that word means. But that's kind of a cool feature that you've got vocally, that timbre. Yes, I literally scare the poop out of them. It, just, it, it works 100% of the time. Like, hey, cat, what are you doing? Boom, poop. And if I'm lucky, I scare it out of them when they're outside or in a litter box. If I'm not so lucky, I got to get the paper towels and the spray. So I, I really have to be careful how I deploy my voice around cats and children and people in general. It's, it's a weapon, and I have to respect that. It's registered with the United Nations. Yes, on the same Geneva Convention, line four, my voice, cat poop. Okay, (laughs) that's very clear. As far as my nice thing about you this week, I would like to congratulate you 
on not getting arrested over that confusion at the grocery store with the cashews. I mean, good job. Do you want to walk the listeners how you talked your way through that one? That one wasn't one of my prouder moments exactly, but the cashews, there's several nicknames for cashews, and I confuse Brazil nuts with cashews, and that went down a very dark path that ended up with the ACLU getting called and Al Sharpton getting involved. I don't want to revisit that. That, that, that did not go the direction I expected, but okay, I guess either way, you were not arrested. I don't know that that was the right call. Personally, I think some time in, time in the slammer could do you some good, could do society <laughs> some good. But here you are for yet another podcast, unfortunately. You tossed me a softball like that one. What am I supposed to do with that? That wasn't a softball you tossed me. That was a Randy Johnson hard slider low and away. <laughs> Come on, man. I just, here's your chance. You have the floor to frame the issue in a way flattering to yourself. <laughs> and that's what you come up with, the ACLU and Al Sharpton? <laughs> oh, God, this is not how this is supposed to go. All I'm saying is, you know, instead of having me do all the horsepower with the comedy here, once in a while you can come up with something on your own. You know, just throw an open-ended question to this side of the table. I was thinking shoplifting, and you went like defamation of character. All Who I does can... that in a grocery store? What did you get arrested <laughs> for in the grocery store? Oh, being politically incorrect. I, I hear arrest and cashews. That's what you hand me, and I'm supposed to make lemonade out of that? No, you're supposed to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what you gave me was lemonade. It was bitter and terrible. See, all right, yeah, next week. Next week. You just wait. All right. <laughs> okay. Who we'll can see. play at this game? Quid pro quo. That's a, not an English term. All right. So we're arguing about eggs as we wrap it all the way back on point. That's about again. It's not about <laughs> cashews for sure. That's two weeks in a row you did that to me, by the way. Last week, what was the thing that you did where I had something else come up that you just sort of dropped it in my know. lap you and just... expect me to pick up the ball and run like Forrest Gump? What you, is you that? Turned it, you turned it into scat. Like, you clearly, oh, that's right. clearly that can't mushroom. handle this, which is why I keep doing it. I just... I hope you'll rise to the occasion and you don't. And that's kind of the meta humor of the situation is you not being funny. That's, that's what it uses <laughs> me deep down. If this was an improv troupe, you would have been fired weeks ago. Weeks or <laughs> for, probably for my, beaten with like bars of soap and a pillowcase. For my unpaid improv position, huh? That would be it would be an honor to be thrown out of an improv. <laughs> if, this, if this is the kind of person it produces, if it produces the Steve Olivises of the world, then they should be shut down. It takes so much to get me annoyed too. And yet you, somehow you found that line every week. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got uh, we've got my trusty quarter here that has served me well two weeks in a row, and uh, we're going to see if I can be three for three in winning these arguments. We'll go heads is scrambled. That's just the easiest way, right? I, that's what I always think. Heads scrambled. That's how you're. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you did to me with the whole cashew thing. All right. It is tails. You, sir, have fried eggs. That is unfortunate, but fortunate because it's right. So I'm going to <laughs> swallow my disappointment and say that's the one I always wanted, and we'll just go from there. That's the organic nature of this show, by the way. You never know what you're <laughs> going to get. You spin the wheel. Yes, you do. And sometimes you get fried eggs, and sometimes you get cashews, and you just go with it. All right. 
Uh, who's going to go first? I, I don't know. I just sort of leave the floor to you because you won the coin. Or you, I'm the. Oh, is that, is that what's that? This is just you being bitter over the cashew thing. So you're just. Oh, you know what? I'm going to sit in defiant show. silence. Is what I'm going to do, and just let <laughs> you, you know carry what? the show for the rest of this the way. This will be our best show ever because your voice <laughs> won't be in it. This, this way, we're going to be off the charts this time. Be like, what was different that time? Oh, that Steve guy didn't talk. Thank God. <laughs> People are All going because I asked about your cashews, man. That was that's what's going to take me to the top and leave you behind. <laughs> That was an improv knee to the groin, is what that was. <laughs> well, now I know. I know your limits. That's good. Your limits are basically the floor. Okay, got it. People All are right. going, what's this got to do with eggs? You know what? It has as much to do with eggs as anything else we talk about. It's all <laughs> everything to do with nothing. All right, fried eggs. Let me win this argument. So how you should eat fried eggs. And just, just for the listeners at home to define what a fried egg is, in case there's any confusion. Especially among you poached egg people who have no idea what's going on with uh, the world. Insult the audience. Good. Well yes, played. Yes, well played. You know what? They tuned, out, they tuned out five minutes ago. They didn't even get to hear the cashew disaster. You know what? I don't Heck think. with I think them. Gone before Heck that. with them. Okay. That's good. So they're gone. And now, that, now that the poached egg people are gone, we got all the cool people in the room. We can get serious. Scrambled egg so, people. That's right. Fr- yeah. Fried egg people. Fried eggs are the sunny side up eggs, the one where you got the yellow yolk in the middle for dipping toast. A fried egg is two foods in one because you've got the delicious white part of the egg, which you can put some salt and pepper on, maybe some hot sauce if you want to get wild, but you've got the yellow yolk for dipping. You've got your toast there. You put it right in the yolk. Boom. You've got, you've got a meal. Or you can take that same egg with the yolk in it and put it on a burger. Put it in a, in a grilled cheese sandwich. Put it in anything. It's the most versatile way to eat an egg. Grilled Plus, it just looks nice. Sandwich. It looks, right. you know, uh, scrambled eggs, it's like somebody vomited it up. It looks like, it looks <laughs> like what comes out of a cat when I, when I talk to it. And that's not what you want to see. It's just not appetizing. When I see a, a fried egg, I can, I can identify that that is an egg. I can see what its origin was. I can see what its purpose was before I, you know, crushed it and ate it. So this is... It's part of the natural order of things. So I think we can both agree that fried eggs are the way to do it. We can just end the podcast right now. You know, the fried egg is, if you have a fried egg on your plate, there are only two options in your breakfast. One, you're going to need some carbs. you got to get toast to sop that stuff up, or your plate is going to end up looking like a crime scene. That uh, Once that yolk gets punctured, you've got like Mount Vesuvius of goo and it's slime actually not even goo goo implies a viscous material this is slime that's coming out like a giant yellow snail exploded all over your plate and to me that's bad form that is a distasteful it's it's like a like a like ah shoot i can't think of the artist that uh, did all that splatter work on his painting i'll think of it as jackson soon as we have up uh, jackson Pollock yeah, painting yeah is the what english that major like. coming through with hardcore oh, knowledge know, okay i was going to reference don quixote and Cervantes, but I know that would fly away over your head, so I'll just stick with eggs here. But scrambled eggs are the Cadillac of egg choices. You ask any short order cook, any waitress out there, which is the way that people prefer their eggs, they will tell you hands down it is scrambled. People like scrambled eggs. They're tight. They're clean. That scrambled eggs have a consistency that holds together under duress. That's the beautiful thing about scrambled eggs. You can eat them now. You can eat them later. They will be in the same form. It doesn't matter. And egg is an egg is an egg. A fried egg has a shelf life. There's a a shot clock that's ticking down with your fried egg, and eventually you're going to make it to that radioactive core, and you're going to have a Chernobyl-sized disaster on your hands when that gets punctured by one of the tines on your fork. Scrambled eggs? 
No. Nance, scrambled eggs, you scoop those suckers onto bacon. You can eat them on a grilled cheese sandwich. What the hell? Who the heck puts a fried egg on a grilled cheese sandwich? That's just... Hey, I just did it yesterday. It was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Ever? It was ever. Ever. Hands <laughs> down. It was better than chocolate. I'm just going to say it right here and now. Right. You have lost... You know what? You can test it. I want you to go home from Journey Tube Studios, yeah. the long walk back to your kitchen. <laughs> I want you to make a grilled cheese sandwich with a sunny-side-up egg on there, and this podcast will be over. You'll just agree with me that it's way One better than anything ever had. you got a lap full of slime that just comes rocketing out the back how end you, of that sandwich. How do you make grilled cheese sandwiches? There's two pieces of bread, one on top and one on the bottom. Where's the leak? It's the leak comes... Stopped up. Do you eat open-faced grilled cheese sandwiches? You know what an open-faced grilled cheese sandwich is? It's, it's bread. That's all you're eating is bread. <laughs> Take two pieces of bread to make a sandwich. That membrane, that little gelatinous membrane that is holding that yolk in, like, a, like it, there's, it, it, talk about Mount St. Helens waiting to explode. That thing is waiting for you to put just the slightest pressure on the front end of the sandwich when you put your first bite it's into gonna it. It's going to the bread that's literally touching it. Where else is it going to run? You think it's going to, like, be sentient and avoid oh, the bread and oh just shoot God. out at you? Like, how do you eat? I you're, want to know. Like, like it's, to me, it sounds like you're like folding it in half and biting the middle, so it just splatters everywhere. I got to look up what sentient means to no figure out if you're insulting me or not. Your wife lays down a tarp. I mean, I'm starting <laughs> to understand and piece it all together here. There is a so. lever system that gets created when you have two pieces of bread over a yoke because the yoke is going to act as the First of all, well, lever. Uh, okay, all right, lever. Fine. fine. What is this? The UK. I thought, I thought you were in Nashville. I thought they spoke English there. Not the Queen's English, American English. Apparently, I was wrong. I don't know what to believe about you anymore. Point, the pivot point of that sandwich is unstable. It is an isotope that is about to blow, and that's going to get yolk all over you. Scrambled eggs will never do that because scrambled eggs are your friend. They are consistent. They're something. always there for you. You keep saying consistent. I mean, they just look consistently like garbage. They look exactly the same coming in that they do going out. It's kind of like baby food of that. You can't tell if it's in the mouth or in the diaper. It's the same thing. It's just this this amorphous, unappetizing mass. And it's so much more labor-intensive. I mean, a sunny-side-up egg, you crack that egg open, you put it on the skillet, and you're done. The heat does the work. But a scrambled <laughs> egg, you got to sit there with a the spatula going back and forth, back and forth. And woe to you if you get those scrambled eggs brown, because scrambled eggs, to be even remotely mm. tolerable, have to be completely yellow. No. If you get some brown on there, you might as well just throw them in the garbage, because you you're, you're done. A nice yeah. little crispy side on that scrambled egg. That's no. what you're looking for. A fried egg is a wolf in sheep's clothing. It lures you in by looking all pretty on your plate. But again, just bring it back to two words, crime scene. I found the problem with this podcast. I found out why we never agree on I things. I know, but I can't find I anyone else to do it with me. It's because I, I have taste buds and you don't. And that's <laughs> we're just coming to this from two totally different perspectives. I can taste things that are good, and you just go based on your looks. You're like, oh, this is crumbly. This must be delicious. And you shovel it in your <laughs> mouth and swallow without chewing. I mean, that's just – get it all over the tarp. I just – I don't know what it's like to be you, but I just feel bad. Like you don't get to experience <laughs> life the way I do. Well, eating fried eggs on a sandwich is like being at a Gallagher concert. Like, you're going to get hit with something when the sledge-o-matic hits that thing. I, again, your teeth just work in a fundamentally different way than the rest <laughs> of us. Like, I, the pressure goes straight down. The bread is right there. Like, there should not be a gap. If there's an air pocket in your sandwich, you're doing it wrong. It should be one layer on top of the other there to catch it immediately.
I mean, this I am not the first person to put an egg between two pieces of bread. This is a a common dish in in, in restaurants across America, and, and all of them somehow manage to survive the egg debris. I mean, I have never <laughs> seen in a restaurant warning, you know, sunny side up eggs involved. They don't hand out safety goggles. They just assume you can eat like a reasonable human being. Apparently, that's expecting too much from you. So please, please warn me if you go to a restaurant. I will make sure to go across the street. I have so many things to say to that, but we have crossed over into bye-bye time. We're over 15 minutes already because of the whole cashew issue that you brought up earlier. <laughs> that issue will never die, by the way. That's coming up for football podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to give you time between now and next podcast to build a better story for why you didn't get arrested. <laughs> you lob that thing like a beach ball over a home plate, and I'll nail it next time, man. <laughs> God, you're going to talk about an orangutan sucking tattoos off angry bikers next time. Like, I, What do I do with that? I don't even know, but we got to go, man. <laughs> Please end it, Ed, for all of our sakes. <laughs> we got to go. If you have suggestions or thoughts, James Breakwell loves direct messages on Twitter, so be sure to look him up, at Exploding Unicorn, Justin X. Look him up on Facebook and become a fan. He's got the page set up. Exploding is spelled out correctly with an E, Exploding Unicorn on Facebook. Look me up on Twitter. I'm Steve Olivas, and Steve is not spelled with a P-H. James screwed that up a couple of times. I got to correct him on it. It's with a V. Olivas is O-L-I-V-A-S. Follow us on Twitter. Listen every week for Wrong and Wronger, and you can get more of this great action going every week. Until then, Steve Olivas for James Breakwell saying thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs>